The Rebellion is Evil, Taking the Empire Side, written by Robert Hayes, read by Rich Siegfried. Chapter 6. The Jedi Code is a Moral Disaster, or Why Would Anyone Trust a Jedi? Part 2. Aside from the evil of their mind control usage, see Chapter 3. The Jedi Moral Code appears to be a conflicting melange of whatever feel-good pop psych was current in Southern California on the days that Lucas was working on the script. Only a Sith deals in absolutes, indeed. Isn't that a bit, uh, absolute? They don't give any positive examples of the code in the films, so we're forced to go by Jedi behavior that is unremarked on by other characters as being objectionable. What can we observe? Lying to kids about their ancestry is fine. You meant to tell them someday, right? Around the same time you took C-3PO back to be the Ewok god. Secretly conspiring against the duly elected leader of your republic is fine. Hey, I've got a bad feeling about him. That makes it okay to engage in criminal conspiracy. Abandoning the mothers of Jedi to a continued lifetime of thinly veiled sexual bondage is fine. It might take as long as a week to go back to Tatooine and free the mother of your most promising young Jedi. So let's not think about it. Besides, the little whiner should cut the apron strings already. Ignoring violations of the Jedi Code is fine. Doesn't matter that you know your apprentice is nailing the queen and has gotten her in the Jedi family way. Don't turn him in, or insist that he make things right by resigning his Jedi status and becoming an ordinary family man, or abandoning his family for his higher calling. No. Let him continue to muddle down the path to blatantly obvious moral crises and destruction. It's more convenient that way. Building clone armies of soul-deadened warriors is fine. Finding out that a mysteriously not-dead member of your organization contracted for the work for reasons unknown, and deciding, what the heck, an army's an army, is fine. We've hit it already, but overriding the free will of others is fine. Dumping the politically toxic offspring of your own craptastically negligent junior members on unsuspecting relatives and apparently giving them absolutely no warning, leading to their entirely predictable deaths is fine. Leaving dozens of young trainees defenseless in a centralized and public location in a time of great conflict is fine. Killing people for their crimes of not wanting to be in your corrupt and failing state anymore is fine. Conclusions? The Jedi are, were, basically selfish and evil. The Empire is, was, basically a normal human political entity. Flawed, but not unredeemable. George Lucas has a moral compass that's about 90 degrees skewed from what most of us would consider right. We've been rooting for the wrong side. I've always wondered why I had a secret liking of Captain, well, later, Admiral Piet. Now I know why. He was a decent guy, trying to do the right thing in a troubled universe. And he was on the side that, on balance, represents the good guys in the fight. This has been the sixth and final chapter of the ongoing series, The Rebellion is Evil, Taking the Empire Side. Written by Robert Hayes. Read by Rich Siegfried. For the preceding chapters, visit requiemoftheoutcast.com. 